plan That's just the way it is You are God alone From before time began You are on your throne And you are God alone And right now In the good times and bad You are on your throne And you are God alone You're the only God whose power None can contend. You're the only God whose name and praise will never end. You're the only God who's worthy of everything we can give. You are God. That's just the way it is. And you are God alone from before time began.
Good to see everybody. Let's all stand. We're going to sing Sweet Hour of Prayer. We'll sing all three verses. Thank you and praise you for bringing us all here safely this evening. I do pray for those that are still on their way that they would get here safe. And if anyone comes in or is listening that's not saved, that you would please save them. Please fill past with the Holy Spirit as he preaches. And open our hearts and minds to your word that we would hear what you have for us. We pray all of these things in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. 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 You may be seated. Good to see you all. And, uh, Ladies, don't forget to uh, don't forget to uh, this week we can you can bring I think salads and desserts and stuff instead because Faye is going to cook up another storm. Amen, and I'm not complaining. Amen. So appreciate it. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate Brother Walter. Pinch hinting for me on Sunday afternoon. Thank you, Brother Walter, and a blessing. And uh, I was away in Monroe, North Carolina, and uh, at a jubilee. I'm still trying to figure out what a jubilee is. I like to. I like to have something like that. Excuse me. Now everybody's hungry, uh, but but uh, um, what'd you say? So so we uh, we uh, a bunch of preachers and uh, preachers meeting they. Uh, uh, they got one gear when they sing down there. 
I mean, they just turn it on. So, uh, but met a lot of preachers, a lot of fellas, and uh, and uh, listened to a lot of great preaching, young preachers preaching the word, and uh, enjoyed it. But it's good to be back. There's no place like this place, so this must be the place. I'm with Dorothy. There's no place like home. Amen. And uh, so, so if you can bear with my stopped-up head tonight, we'll we'll get through this, okay? And uh, listen, don't listen to me. Listen to God. I know you do. And uh, so, uh, I, I study creation. I think about creation often. I, you know, I, I think about all the things that we have made that make our lives easier, and they're just extensions of us. I mean, a computer is just trying to copy the hard drive here, right? The camera's trying to copy the, you know, it's, it's all a copy of God's first creation. You ever think about that? And uh, another thing that boggles my mind is sometimes life is so fragile. People go into the doctor for a, a, a minor operation, they pass away. You hear that? All, you hear about that all the time. Then you hear about somebody dropping a little baby, dropping out of a five-story building and bouncing a couple times, getting up, and walking away. I mean, it's just amazing how how uh, this body and the miles and miles, I guess, of veins or vessels that run through the body, right? And uh, they tell us the chemi- chemical makeup with with inflation, we aren't worth much. Humanly speaking, we aren't, but but we're valuable to God. We're a soul. Somebody put on Twitter the other day, they said they had some nasty people on there. I don't know if I mentioned this to you, but they said, you know, in two words, describe this person. And I said, a soul. I, I really, I really, you know, uh, Everybody has a soul, the good, the bad, and uh, God created us that way. He created us with body, soul, and spirit. We are a soul, we have a spirit, we have a body. Our soul is immortal. The soul will spend eternity somewhere. You, You start thinking about the soul and everything coming to a screeching halt, and if, if you're not a Christian, it just comes to a halt. It doesn't. It's an eternity of torment yeah. in the lake of fire. It's not. It's what the Bible says. And uh, I ain't going there. Pardon, pardon my French. I just got some words from the South. Amen. Amen. And so, so God created us. The Bible says he breathed into our nostrils the breath of life and man became a living soul. Do you ever think when you inhale and exhale, when you're breathing, that God gave you that? I was talking to a person one day. They said, well, you know, I don't believe in God. I said, you should. Why? He just gave you that breath, that that heartbeat. He just that he he holds that in his hands. He can stop that with his in his. He can stop your life. Right. He looked at me like I was crazy. He says, "By him all things consist." That's not just the planets and stars and the and the fish and the boogers out there. It's all the it's it's us too, right? But God created us for His glory. For his fellowship. You think about that. God created two people to fellowship with. Right? He still wants to fellowship with us. Amen? Amen. And he created us. And he's given us so many things. It's, it's great to sit down with people. 
created beings and share with them and get their minds on things. Have you ever sat down with you young people? You ought to sit down with your grandmothers, grandfathers, and get them to talk about things of the old days and 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 and, and, and the mind. And if you sometimes people you talk to, their mind is so connected to their to their mouth that they can they can paint a picture with words and take you back. You can smell it. You can see it. Right? But God did not create us for certain things. At the day, you went through a day of trials and tribulation, travail. You went through work. If you get out on the roads in this D.C. area, you put your life in your hands. You go through, you go through, and, and you get up every morning refreshed, and you get the Word of God, you pray, and then you get out in the world, you get out in the job, and, 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 and things begin to come into your life. And they're called burdens. God did not create us to carry burdens. Let me say something else. God knows, and you and I know, that, that we are burdened. Burdens come. Now, if you saw the suitcases that I took for that trip, you'd think, what in the world? Why in the world do he take so much? My wife says that all the time. And then, then when I'm going down through the airport, I'm thinking, why in, my, why in the world did I take so much? And then I get home and I'm carrying it upstairs, and I said, why in the world did I take this? Next time I won't take so much. And I've said that for years, and I take too much. And it's a burden every time, right? Burdens come, burdens come unscheduled at the most inopportune times, right? Burdens, burdens are not are not targeted and coming your way by convenience. Burdens come that we don't understand. I mean, we, we've, we've had burdens come in our life before, and, and, and we went through that, we learned how to deal with those, but then you have new burdens. And you have to deal with those. Psalm chapter 55. Psalm chapter 55. We're going to look at a sister and brother verse, verse in the Bible, verses in the Bible, and I want I want to give you some thoughts today. I want to challenge you because you know one reason we don't serve God is burdens. By the way, a burden doesn't always have to be a bad, right? You know, many times, many times, family get a camper or a new boat or a new, new cabin or something. Next thing you know, they're never in church. Is it good to be refreshed? Is it good to get away? Is it good to go out on the water? Yeah, it's fun. But you've brought something into your life that's going to burden you away from doing what God wants you to do. Burden's not always a tragedy. Burden's not always a hurtful thing. It can be something that you got a big idea about bringing your life. I think I need to bring this. And because of that burden, it, it, it takes you away from the best. It takes you away from what God wants you to do. You know what I'm talking about, amen? Now, notice this. Psalm, 22, Psalm 55 and 22, it says, Cast thy burden upon the Lord, and he shall sustain thee. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. Now notice, notice this. Look at, look at, 
Look at uh, 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7. And you ought to write that in there, 1 Peter 5 and 7. Write each, each of these verses in the other text, cross-reference. 1 Peter 5, verse 7, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Now, I want, I want us to think about this because we have burdens to do with home. The home life brings burdens. If you've raised kids, you're paying a mortgage and whatever you're doing, there's going to be burdens. Right? No such thing as maintenance free. Things break down. Things go out. You have to replace things. It's home. Not only home, but the home as far as the family is a burden. It can be a burden. There are burdens that come in to the family. And then... Then burdens have to do with the business responsibilities. You work, you work. I mean, you, 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 you know, Brother Walt, you see that certain nurse coming or that certain doctor coming, you know this is going to be a long day. And, and that's, you know, it's just, you just face those things. You face burdens. You know, they don't show up for work. Or if they show up, they don't work. You know, and you have that, those people, uh, you know, to you folks that teach and, 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 and Miss, 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 Miss Jennifer, you have that certain section that they just tear up every day and, and just mess up. And it's a real burden to clean up. And just just always things that we go through, burden. You get, you're on your way and you're late and <coughs> somebody wrecked, there's a traffic jam. So you have, you have problems with that. Then, then, then you have burdens with, with to do with friends. Isn't it a terrible thing when you have a best friend and they go south on you? Disappoint you? Huh? Friends. Everybody wants friends. We need friends. Huh? And then and then there is the then there's the the physical burdens. If you're young you get hurt, if you're old you get sick. Right? We we have physical burdens. And then uh, uh, we 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 have we have uh, they, they just they just aren't they saying they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna shut us down again they're gonna put masks on us whatever and then 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 the, the temporal burdens the 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 the, uh, the anxiety and the, the the temperamental temperamental anxiety and depression and and I know it's real and if we let things cloud around us we can get that way we can get down sometimes you get in a, get, get to going through a day and you don't know why you're down but you're down. And uh, so those kind of burdens. And then the burdens connect, connected with loss and bereavement. We see that a lot. We lose loved ones. And there's, a, there's, there's, there's disappointment. I mean, you had plans. And something blew it all of smithereens. I mean, it's just gone. Disappointment burden. And, and, and then the heaviest burden of all. It is sin that's not confessed. We carry sin that's not confessed. Sin in our life. Now, what happens? That's the kind of burden. But but, but, but what what do we what do we do with these burdens? What do you do with what do you do with what do you do when a burden comes into your life? Well, let me let me throw out some things that we do. We do this. We we doubt God. <clears throat> we doubt God. Uh, we we get filled. We get filled with trouble. I heard somebody say one time they were they were going through something. They said, "I don't even know if I'm saved." You know, they just got. I mean, that's a crazy thing to say if you know the Lord. Start doubting God. And the temptation to complain and and, and, and self pity. Verse one of our chapter it says, "Give ear to my ear, o, uh, prayer, O God, and hide not thyself from my supplication." We, 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 we. That's a doubting verse. God doesn't hide from you. He says, "Attend unto me." We we complain, self pity. In verse two, we in verses four and five, uh, we, we 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 need. To, he tells us to guard our hearts against uh, 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 
and, and don't yield to 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 the desire to and the danger of despair. He says, "My heart is sore pain within me, and the terrors of death are falling upon me. Fearfulness and trembling are come upon me, and horror hath overwhelmed me." Closing in, it's like the walls are closing in, and then then, then we just want to get away. We just want to kind of escape. And I said, "O Lord," verse six, that. I had wings like a dove, for then I would fly away and be at rest. Lo, then I would I wander far off and remain in the wilderness, Selah. That's what we do. We try to escape. But one thing we need to avoid also is we need to not, not be bitter. Verse 15 says this, Let death seize upon them and let them go down quick into hell, for wickedness is in their dwellings and among them. You know, we, 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 don't, need to be, we don't need to be bitter against people. When a burden comes, our tendency is to, is to start looking at people and lash out. I mean, you walk up to somebody you know and you say, Hey, how you doing? They lash out at you. You know something's wrong. Right? We're not built for burdens. We're not, we're not to deposit. There's no depository for burden. I was, I was trying to carry the trash out the other day. It's one of my jobs. Take the trash out. You too, huh? So, being the man that I am, I only want to make one trip. You ever, you know the one trip thing? What are you laughing at, Darian? Are you you still making her take the trash out? So, yeah. Pray for Darian. Pray for their marriage. Uh, so, 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 listen. So, <laughs> so, who takes trash out for you, Chris? What? We need to talk. Okay, we need we, we need we need to have a marriage conference. So 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 here so so think about so 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 I I if if I go to my honey I'm sorry, forgive. But if if, if if I go to if I go to my door and I'm going up my steps after work and there's no box with a smile on it or whatever it has on it, you know what I'm saying from Amazon. I'm thinking I'm not in the right place. And sometimes we have many boxes. <clears throat> and so what we've been doing is we'll, we'll cut them so that you can make them flat. So, you can, so here I am. I've got a bag, a trash bag. And our trash bags are not light. I mean, we don't. We don't and, and then I have boxes. And then I have some other bags. And I have another trash can. And I'm trying to go down. I'm trying to carry, you know, with this. And you know, I have to have my drink. And, you know, I get down steps, and I hope nobody's watching because it just all fell down there. I said, okay, well, I think it's going to take more than one trip. I had to admit it. And, and, and people, people, watching me, people watching me, people watching me, probably said, you know, look at that idiot. And I'd agree with him. But here's the thing. We're not, the, 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 you, you can, you can, you're not, God's not designed you. And he's not planned your life for you. His will for you each day is not to carry one burden. And we do that. I just want you to think a minute how many times burdens just take you away and, and, and get your eye off the ball. You understand what I'm saying? Now, you say, why, why are you preaching on this? Because I'm struggling. I struggle with this. I struggle with everything I preach to you all. I'll just be honest. I, I just have not arrived. I know you think I have, but I haven't. That's, that's, a, that's a joke. 
But you, you can have a burden on your heart so heavy that it just dominates you. Right? Okay, I'm not, there's no staples button that you push and say that was easy for this, okay? But the Bible tells us in these two verses what we're supposed to do with them. And it doesn't say, carry your burden. And some of you are sitting here tonight and you have a burden, you have burden or burdens. They're not your friend. They're the reason you're taking Advil or Tylenol. They're reason. They're the reason you're failing at your job. They're the reason you're forgetting things. So God knows we have burdens. God knows our makeup. Are you with me? And you just might as well admit it. To you, just might as well just get it. Just, just, just let your guard down. And say, okay, all right, God, let's 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 get this straight. And these two verses tell us what to do. What does it say there? What does it say there in verse twenty-two? Cast thy burden upon the Lord. Now, uh, look, First Peter chapter. F- 5 and verse 7 says, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Now, let's, 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 get this, let's get this definition out there, because you know this definition. What is the definition of a burden? You know what the Bible definition of a burden is? Wait a minute, some of you needed some smelling sauce before I tell you this. Buckle your seatbelt. A burden is, it, the, the, the definition of a burden is G-I-F-T. A gift? Thanks a lot. What is it? What is what? What is how? How can this hold that thought? Because we'll circle back. But he says, "Casting thy care upon him, for he cares for you." Now, if my wife says, "Okay, I'll carry that, honey," I do not throw it at her. Number one, she won't catch it. But that's not how you do that. But God is literally saying to you, as soon as that burden comes into your life, give it to him. Amen. I mean, we want to write that down. Because... Today you missed out on some God's blessings because you carried a burden. Tonight you may not be able to sleep because you're carrying a burden. <coughs> God's will, his design in your creation is not to carry burden. And God's will is for you to cast it on him. Can I tell you something? He can handle it. Amen. See, we know this. Amen, Sharita? He's all-powerful. And I know, I know, I know you know that. That's why some of you are still in church because I know you all have faced some life-changing, life-altering things in the years that I've pastored you and you're still serving the Lord because you know God is with you. But He wants every burden. Now, he doesn't walk up to you and say, okay, put your hands up. Give me all your burdens. Right? But he says, he says, throw it on me. Give it to me. I'll take care of it. Now, I've, I've had some people, that, Brother Walter, that I've had some, I've said, okay, take care of this. And guess what? They messed it up. But that's people, that's not God. That's not God. Casting all your care upon him for he cast thy burdens upon the Lord. Don't keep it. Don't let it get don't let it get 
settle. Don't let it find place. Now you say, preacher, what's it look like? What's, what does me casting my burden on the Lord look like? As soon as that burden comes into your life, you stop and say, God, you say in Psalm 55 and 22, and you say in 1 Peter 5, 7, quote the verses. And I'm casting this on you. I can't have this on my mind. You say, well, preacher, I've prayed. And, and next thing you know, ten minutes later, it comes up. Pray again. Mm-hmm. You say, well, preacher, I'll do that. Two hours later, it'll come up again. Preacher, I have a burden because I'm sick. How can I cast? Just cast it on him. You say, what are you saying? Preacher, preacher, you're, you're, you're kind of saying that I'm just going to be talking to him all the time about that burden, yeah? Amen. Because what he's going to do is he's going to do something. When you cast it, when you cast, when you cast your burden on the Lord, that is being obedient. Do you know obedience is the key that unlocks everything else in the Christian life. A disobedient Christian is serving God vainly. Standing before Christ, we say, I did this, I did this. Well, you were disobedient. That doesn't count. Wood, hay, stubble. I don't want that. So the first thing is we have to obey and to realize we're not, we're not geared to do that. We're not created to do that. And then we, then we pray, and we keep praying. We're going to have a conversation with God. But notice what he says in Psalm 55, verse 22. Notice the ex- result. It's, cast thy burden upon the Lord, and what? He shall sustain thee. He shall sustain thee. He is, he, 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 he is going to take care of you. Now, when, when, when Daniel was told not to pray, he continued to pray three times just like he, they, they knew he would. But you'd think it was a little eensy-weensy, teensy burden when they threw him in the lion's den? Yeah. But God sustained him. The three Hebrew children, they didn't bow. God was right there with them in the fire. And he's still in the fire with you. See, the thing, the the, the problem with us as Christians, we, we we know all the Bible verses, we know all the phrases and everything. We just don't do what we're supposed to. We don't trust him. He's saying, I want to, I want to work this, I want to work this out with you. Sad, we sit in church as Christians, we've been saved for many years and we're still infants in some of these things. You see what I'm saying? You say, preacher, are you saying it's so so easy? No, it's not easy. Is it a piece of cake? No. Is it automatic? Never. It's never automatic. But he says, if you cast your care on me, I'll sustain you. I want to, I want to work. I want to, you see, you see it, every burden has a teaching theme. Right? Every burden is a different. It's some of them are multifaceted. Some burdens come in from left field. You have no idea what you're facing. You've never faced it before, and God's going to teach you how to face something, and He's going to be with you. I mean, I mean, He. I mean, if I was Gideon, I would have had three therapists. Okay, you have too many people. Okay, if you're if you're afraid, go home. Woof. He says, you still have too many. Too many? Do you know how many they have, God? He says, if they don't drink properly, send them home. Ended up with 300. 
Well, God, we're still, we, I got 300 good men. They're still good. She says, okay, I'm going to give you a trumpet and a candle and a pitcher. Really? Am, am, I, am, am I an out-of-body experience? What are you doing, God? What, what in the world is... And God throws, we, we have things come into our lives. We have no idea what we're facing. We've never faced it before. You know, this, 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 this thing that, pre, that, that preachers say and Christians say, fake it till you make it, that's not, that's not in the Bible. When that burden comes into your life, you say, you say I'll, I'll figure this out. No, you're not going to figure it out. Those 300 men stood there and did what God said. God fought the battle for them. And God wants to fight your battle. He wants to take care of your burden. And so, notice, casting all your care upon him for he careth for you. Not only does he sustain you, but he cares for you. You ever met somebody who said, I really care about you, and they don't? You know, there's friends that pat you on the back with a knife in their hand. You know, like with friends like you who needs enemies, right? That, those kind of people. That's not God. There's a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. He's, 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 our, he's, our, he's our greatest friend. And so let me, let me finish by saying this. In verse 22, this phrase, this phrase is kind of, a, kind of in the credits of the movie. We don't concentrate on this. We can't concentrate on the first part of the verse. But look at the last part of the verse. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. The word righteous is talking about those who are saved. I hear them, they're okay, they're having a good time. He shall never suffer the righteous to be what? He's got you right where you are. He's going to, he's going to help you through this thing. I mean, sometimes burdens come. People say, this is the end of life as we know it. And by the way, people go through things. Brother Bailey told me he's dealing with a lot of things in his church. I said, what are you dealing with? He said, well, I have a fellow with Parkinson's disease. A man with Parkinson's disease in my church. And his son came in on drugs. And he was attacking him. And the man with Parkinson's disease had to pull his gun out and shoot his son in the head to stop him. Now, how do you deal with that? Right? Okay, put that on this preacher. How do you deal with that? So I see it in your faces. You're going, whoa. But folks, that's real life. How does a, how does a young lady deal with being raped? How does, how does a person deal with being molested? How does a person deal with, 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 with a, a divorce? Or how does a person deal with, with loss? I mean, folks, we, we know all the situations that people face. God says, no matter what the burden, I want it. Give it back to me. Give it back to me. And I'll sustain you. And I'm not going to let you be moved. The fact of the matter is, if you carry your burden and let it get you down, and let it keep you from doing what God wants you to do, you don't trust God.
you're not obedient to God, and you're only hurting yourself. Now, I'm preaching to me. I'm preaching to me. Because there are always things on my mind. And I always think, how am I going to figure this out? <clears throat> we recently... We recently had a uh, situation in our job where we were, we had a, uh, a a performance on our uh, job that was not in the in the leadership management was not right. Okay, it was not right. Okay, now my 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 project manager is a Christian, Amen. and. Uh, so he told me, he says, okay, and I don't work with tools. I, don't, I take tools to the job in case somebody needs them, needs them but I don't, I don't work with them. You know, I'm not above it. As a matter of fact, it's fun to work with tools. It's just it takes me so long and so much Advil and Tylenol and whatever else I can get my hands on for the pain. But anyhow, nothing bad. But uh, anyhow, the, the, I had to spend two weeks up there. I'd spent two weeks up there. And I was not happy. I was not happy, Marilyn, doing what it. You ever had something you had to do and you're thinking, why? You know, it just, uh, why, 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 why me, Lord? What have I ever done, you know? And so we got through it and, and you know, as a Christian, I want to do my job. And so, as, as a worker under that PM, my responsibility is just get it done. And I, I take care of stuff, you know. And I went up there the first day, and I, I thought to myself, you know, this, is, this, this didn't have to happen. We could have done this different. And so I prayed. I said, Lord, I, I said, I don't know what you're going to do because we already have a, a reputation that's not good with these people. I need you to help me. <laughs> To, to be right and do right and I want to give me wisdom to fix these things and, and, and give us a good reputation. And I mean every day, every day going up there, I, was, I just dreaded it. I just dreaded it. And I prayed. I said, Lord, I need to be nice when I go in here. I don't want to be, I don't want to be, I don't want to say something I shouldn't. And, and, and we had had some people that said things that they shouldn't and we were not, it was, it was, it was our reputation in the, in the, in the, in the, balance and we needed to finish the contract and so 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 we did finish we did finish and we shared some things with them that should have happened that didn't happen in the original contract and so they went back they're going to have us do those things and they say the only people I want is is you and your project manager on this job and so a situation with a with a with a with a a place where we could have lost business it wasn't me it was god Amen. and my my project manager said today he said he he called me today he said i just want to thank you i said you already have he said i know i really it was it's amazing i said brian we it's god Amen. he said yeah you're right it's got to be god and and god wants to do that the problem is we just we shouldn't pick and choose when that should happen we should it should be all the time God's got this now some of you have a burden right now in your heart or multiple burdens I'm telling you give them, give them to God right now cast them he said well preacher I'm going to be on the way home think about it give it to him again now, he's not going to give it back to you once you give it to him. Don't, don't, and yet God doesn't need your help working it out. You understand? It's like me trying to help my wife with an algebra problem. I, I can't do it. Number one, I don't understand. Number two, I hate it. Amen. Cast thy burdens upon the Lord, and he shall sustain thee. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. Casting all your care upon him. For he what? Careth for you. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for teaching us tonight.
we are we are in a in a in a battle with you and lord we thank you that you take the burdens and thank you for what you've done we pray that you'd bless and help us during this invitation time to deal with you in jesus name amen let's stand with heads bowed and eyes closed if god spoke to your heart or you may be in your seat if you if you use your seat or the altar if you've got a burden please please don't go out of here without giving it to the lord now i know the holy spirit is listing them for you i know he's listing them there's a list right there before your eyes and there's a burden i, I give it to the lord quote those verses Say, Lord, I'm casting this on you. I'm your child. I can't handle this. I'm trusting you. Let him have it. Be seated, Darian. Come on up here and get a get a get a plate. Let's receive the offering, and then Tim will do some prayer requests. Let's pray. Father, bless the gift and the giver according to Thy will. In Jesus' name, Amen. Come on, Tim. Well, good evening, everybody. How's everybody doing this evening? Yeah, I hear you. Amen. <laughs> let's uh, let's continue to pray for all of our bereaved families, our recent bereaved families. Um, I want to add one to that. Uh, pray for my wife's. Uh, there's a, a man that my wife cleans for. His name's Mr. Diver. He's 85 years old, and he lost his mother last Friday. She was 107. What's his last name? Diver, Mr. Diver. Diver. Yeah. So be be lifting him up, in prayer. She said. Uh, her, you know, he's really sad, obviously. Uh, just be just praying for the family. Continue to pray for our unspoken requests. Pray for Sister Honora, Sister Anita, Sister Bella, Sister Bethany, uh, Sister Kathy's granddaughter Kaylee, Sister Sharita, Brother Cornelius, Brother Miss Mortley, Sister Denise, Brother Miss Keys, Brother Frank, Sister Jennifer, uh, Brother Miss Deerston, Sister Mona, Sister Ori. Pastor and Sister Sarika all have unspoken requests. So let's be lifting them up in prayer. Bethany, I see you won the battle with the computer. Thank you. She got the, everything highlighted. Amen. So be lift, lifting those up in prayer uh, for God's um, perfect will and answering those. Pray, uh, pray for Bethany. She's been busy with work. She doesn't ask for prayer. Pray for, pray, pray for Bethany as she as she does as she works and. Uh, She's got a lot going on. So be lifting her up in prayer. And pray for her mom, uh, Sister Anita. She's How's she doing, by the way? She's still Beth, sick. Bethany's getting it, too. Oh, wow. Well, I know she hasn't been here the last two services. i just be praying, praying for her. She recovers. Pray for um, Brother Ayuk uh, for decisions that he has... Uh, to make so be lifting him up in prayer uh, pray for uh, Brother Bales uh, uh, he and his wife will be traveling so be lifting him up that God would give him traveling mercies uh, pray for uh, Chris's mom Leslie how's she doing amen and pray as they get their house squared away Amen. So I uh, pray for his, his dad's health, Eddie's health. Pray for uh, a Christian dove who has stage four lung cancer, that God would would heal her. And pray for Brother Dove, um, that he makes some decisions about what he's going to do about the, uh, the spot on his tongue. It's not cancer, praise the Lord. So be praying, praying for him. Pray for... Um, Sister Hazel, pray for her health 
and pray if she struggles with the loss of her sister. Pray for Sister Mona as she takes care of her mom. And uh, just lift them up in prayer. Uh, pray for um, the Kearneys. It was good to see Brother Kearney uh, as we FaceTimed him last Sunday. So be praying uh, praying for them and, and pray for that uh, God would protect uh, their church um, as they're trying to get ready to build. Uh, they're having some problems with thieves. And uh, uh, pastors has laid the burden on, on us to provide for them, provide security for them. So uh, just pray that God will, uh, God will work in us to uh, be faithful with that. Pray for the German shepherds he's going to get, that, that God, the Spirit of God be in them. <laughs> they would be mean dogs. Amen. Uh, just pray, pray for them as they move forward with the building project. Pray for uh, the Keys. It was good to see Brother Miss Keys here Sunday. Just pray for continue to pray for their health and lift them up. Pray for Brother Mark uh, Trayum and uh, just pray for his health. How's he doing? Okay. Well, amen. We'll just... Amen. Well, we'll be lifting him up in prayer. Amen. Pray for um, uh, the, the Monsongos. Um, Brother Matthias and Sister Judith as they return to Cameroon and uh, just pray for their church, Hope Baptist and uh, just pray that they would be able to return. She could come back but he, does, he doesn't have the papers to do that. So just pray that God would, would, would move and uh, they'd be able to get back here. We miss them. Pray for um, pastor's health and wisdom and preparation for sermons and podcasts and plans for growing the ministry. Pray for Miss Creed's health, and pray for Miss Creed's friend Faye Rivas, who has uh, reoccurring UTIs. So be praying that they would find uh, find the problem with that. What's what's causing it? Um, speaking of Faye, pray for Faye Barnes. You know she asked for prayer Sunday about uh, her job situation. She feels like she's she's being harassed, and. Uh, you know, the devil a lot of times uses people, you know, that, that are above us to to talk to us any way they want and to talk down to us. And just pray. She's got a lot of years on that job. But just pray for her um, and that God would work in this situation that uh, would, would give her some uh, some peace and, and, uh, and, and, and wisdom through the whole situation. So be lift, lifting her up in prayer. Just pray for our, our mission commitments, our nation, our, uh, our church, church family. Pray for each other, bus ministry, your Sunday school, folks recently saved, uh, discipleship program, our missions month, uh, which were our last uh, last speaker, Joe McConkie, is coming Sunday. So we lifting them up in prayer that God would, would uh, use him. Pray for our next outreach Sunday, October 1st at 4.30, coming up fast. And pray for our uh, preacher's camp, uh, January 8th through the 12th, 2024. And just pray that many, uh, God would work in the hearts of men uh, to get them to sign up. And we need preachers. Amen. Amen. Pray for our sister churches around the country and world, lost loved ones. And our pastors, churches without pastors. And um, for God to call preachers. Pray for our first responders, our military, nurses, doctors and for our nation's kids and um, the teachers. <laughs> I pray for our Nigerian uh, political situation in Tabernacle Baptist in Greenville, South Carolina, that needs a pastor. He lifting them up. Are there any additions or uh, uh, updates on the prayer requests? Anybody have anything? No? Yes, ma'am. Yes. Amen. Well, right, right. Yeah, March 7th, that's a shame. Well, God's got a reason. I don't understand, but God's got a reason. Amen. Yes, ma'am. 
I, I, I couldn't hear you get a yell. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. Oh, oh wow. 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 Oh, wow. Just fast. Wow. Yeah, well, we'll definitely pray for her family. 67. Wow. wow, she's young. Oh, wow. White cancer's terrible stuff. Yes, sir. Okay. Amen. Amen. Just pray, pray that he'll, God would heal his eyes. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? Pray for. Um, Yes, pray for pray for the Hatcher family and the loss of uh, Arnold's sister that they heal. Amen. Pray for uh, Linda Stinson. Everybody remembers Linda. Uh, her daughter was back here from California and called my wife yesterday evening and was asking if we could get down there to visit her. I'm not really sure where she is. My my wife's got it. Do you? You know, you know exactly. Right. Right, right. Well, I'm not sure. I, I guess she might have put the, her daughter might have put the bug in their ear that maybe people would be coming down there. I don't know, but. Where's, where's it at? Right. Chevy Chase, yeah, okay, right, wow, you can call her back and tell her the situation, yeah, okay. yes, please, I will, please do that, maybe she'll call him. Right, right. Uh, yeah, because she's got the power to do that, obviously. Um, yes, we'll, I'll, I'll get I'll get her to, to do that. Pray for pray for my mom. Uh, she tested positive for, for uh, COVID. Um, I talked to her. Well, she came up. She she said basically it's like a cold. So she's got a runny nose. And, but I mean, everything you got is COVID. <laughs> But I mean, she's she's not. But we'll just pray, just pray for her health. Anyway, uh, wow. Thank the Lord. I can hear. I can hear. Heal. <laughs> it's getting a cold. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. Please just just pray for her. Uh, anybody else have anything? No. Elijah. Hey, I'm sorry. Yes. Amen. You need a power of God on you, don't you? Amen. Amen. We all do. <laughs> well, pray, pray for your wrestling, the wrestling team and, and the coaching staff. Amen. Yes, we'll do. We'll do. Anybody else? Wow, it's quiet. Would you like to pray for us, brother? <clears throat> Yes.
those that are not here, Lord, that might be watching us, Lord, that we are afraid for their safety. Yes. And, that, and uh, those that uh, have hung spoken. Heavenly Father, get us back home and to a job safely, Lord, and back with them. In beautiful name, Christ. Amen. 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 Let's stand. Ladies, don't forget, Faye's going to cook. But you can bring, get, you know, talk to Miss Creed, desserts and salads, something like that, you know. And uh, we got ice. Arnold? We got ice? Okay. Stay cool. Amen. Well, good to see everybody. Let's, 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 let's not carry those burdens. God can handle it. God's got your back. Let's pray for Sunday. Brother McConkie will be here starting a, cha- starting a church in Havity Grace. And, uh, and, uh, you are becoming a burden. Uh, so, uh, so be, be, be here for that. Now let's pray for each other. Pray for Anita, people, people you don't, people you don't see, pray for them, encourage them, call them, be here. You know, I, I, I keep the live stream on for a reason, but sometimes I want to cut it off because people want to stay home and watch it. Yeah, yeah. And it's not, not anything like being here. Amen. Amen. And uh, it doesn't say I was glad when they said, let us watch the, t- watch the service on live stream. So let us go into. Right? Yeah. Amen. Right. <laughs> well, let's close in prayer. Sam, close for us, brother. Amen. Amen. Amen.